What's up, everyone? Hey, welcome back to Mindset Matters, a series of mental wellness, uh, partnering with the Puyallup School District. So excited as your mindset coach. Hey, guys, Colin here. Sitting down with some good friends, the Martins. We got Megan and Marty Martin. Megan is an educator teacher at Fruitland Elementary School, and we got Marty Martin, a.k.a. Marmar Binks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, teammates at Puyallup High School and WSU. He is in law enforcement, and they're also parents. They have kids, uh, Peyton, who's 10 years old in the fifth grade and Casey um, she's seven in second grade. So I thought it'd be a great time to connect, talk about mental wellness, balancing, you know, juggling work and school, what you guys are doing for your family, for yourself. Um, so first of all, how are you doing? You look great, by the way. Oh, <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> uh, you know, we're doing good. Uh, 2020, I think everybody will relate 2020. Uh, you could take it back or we can hit the redo button. Uh, but overall, we're hanging in there. Um, and I'm glad that you want to speak with us just because a lot of the things that hopefully we point on today uh, is what we practice every day. Um, and that's not just uh, something that was pre-thought of to talk about today or anything. But really, honestly, it's like it's hard um, teaching from home going out and dealing with stuff uh, out in the community that everybody's dealing with and motivating your kids and being positive. Uh, that's, it's hard. So hopefully, you know, we talk about it and we're just real about it and other people who listen to this will be able to pick up on a couple things. That's it. So this is for both of you. Um, how are you managing parenting and work during this time? I mean, I'm thinking burnout, um, you know, we talked about pre uh, Megan, you're on a screen as an educator feeling, um, you know, tired, overwhelmed, any, any, any tips there? Oh my gosh. I think at the beginning of this, like the two of us just talked and we're like, we have to both help each other. Like we both have to be all in on this because like, I just told Marty, like, I need your help because it's crazy like the amount of stuff I'm doing and then having to be live and all this stuff I mean it was just like he has Mondays off and Monday I only have like one live session so that can be my day to like catch up and stuff and get ahead so we just really talked about helping each other out and that has saved our lives like he's not afraid to vacuum and do the dishes and you know it's like that is a lifesaver that um you know both of us we just team up so. yeah team team parenting i mean that's <laughs> that's, that's what that's what we do that's what what it's about the martin is just like a the martin family is just a unit that we just make sure that we're both on the same page checking in with each other and you know because one it's it's like megan said it's a lot and there's no way that she can do if we want to talk about being professional, the, what, what she's responsible for, for the kids that are maybe listening to this or the parents that have expectations for the teachers, um, Megan realizes that, Hey, there's an expectation that I need to be online or on the computer teaching these kids and giving it everything that she's got. Well, she's a person too. We have kids and a family. And so when we, you know, yeah not repeating what she said, but 
we had to go all in together to make sure that, hey, she can be the best that she can for these kids and meet the expectations of these parents, as well as making sure that our kids are ready to go and doing well in school and stay on top of the thing. So, yeah, I, I would yeah. say same thing. Okay, go ahead, Megan. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, like, I think the thing that I don't know if parents know, I'm sure they know that, like, there's so much behind the scenes that we have to do in order to prep for like what they see live you know what i mean and so like there's so much that i'm doing like responding to emails about questions that people have or you know prepping for my lessons or getting next week prep so i can roll that out to them on ahead of time and um it's just so much and then on top of that like i told marty you know on Friday, I literally sit there before I roll everything out and I'm like, okay, here's like the nuts and bolts of what I need to do next week, but how am I going to make it fun and engaging for the kids? Because, <laughs> you know, like that's a whole nother level. You can talk at them through your lessons and stuff like that, but it's just going to go right over their head. Like you have to make it fun and have them invest in it too. And so that's the other piece that that takes a whole nother chunk of time to just sit there and be like, how can I plug in fun and make this cool and engaging for them, especially because I teach sixth grade, you know, it's like, yep. you really have to work hard to get them interested. And so, you know, I feel like cool. you have to entertain as much as you have to educate, especially you have to hold, hold their attention. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll go back to what you guys are doing as a, as a couple, whether, you know, you're running the show on your own at home or you have people come help you or you are married or not, you have a partner. I would say for me and Kendra through all this, we've made it a point to like over connect and like over share over talk. Like we make it yeah. a point every morning we get up, like we have like our little window where we have our coffee, but we like run through the schedule and who's yeah. doing what, who has what, and just over share over talk get on the same page. I think parents listening or um, if you are collaborating with other people to help, you know, this is a village, it takes a village to raise young people. I think that would be a huge one. And I think I, one of the questions I want you to think about, you already shared it, is what is working virtually as, as a teacher? And what's not, I don't think no parents even understand how much effort, because you have your, your plans that you've been teaching probably for a few years, but now throw those out the window because now virtual. So we have to start from square one. We have to start our lesson plan and education that was meant to teach live and now it's virtually. So we have to, educate and entertain at the same time. So maybe share what is working there or what's, what is not working or the challenges there. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, it's not like one big thing or a couple things. It's, there's so many little things that go into it, but I think hundred percent like connecting with the kids and like reaching out and finding ways to, you know, like, learning more about them, asking them questions, getting them invested. Like I started doing things like I give raffle tickets for kids participating and stuff like that. And then I draw names on Friday and I have the kids help me like brainstorm a list of prizes, like things that they would want to do. And a lot of stuff that they put on there was like, show my pets, you know, like have lunch with my friends over Microsoft Teams. Or it was all about like, wanting to find more time to talk about themselves, anything besides school, <laughs> and then hang out with their friends because they don't get to do that, right? So we, I like try to plug that in as much as possible, like fun, extra stuff that they can do. But the hard part is like, 
you know, I still have my kids here. So, and my dog, right? So <laughs> there are certain times where I have to take breaks and go take the dog on a walk or, you know, make the kids lunch and sit and just really talk with them and have that time too. So it's, it's hard to balance like, you know, plugging in the fun for the kids, but then also, you know, spending time with my own kids too. And Everything yeah, like and I just want to say thank you. You know, we have kids doing school and you're teaching. Thank you so much for what you do. All the teachers out there that are listening to this podcast or watching this series, we just give you so much gratitude and love for what you're doing. Marty, let's talk about what are you doing to promote mental wellness and resilience as a family? I think that's one thing we're learning through this kind of quarantine COVID is ways to, to adapt, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, mental, just the mental side of things in, in, in terms of being resilient, uh, I always go back to this saying is that you always have a choice, right? You always have the choice to do the right thing or the wrong thing. You always have a choice to be nice or to not be nice or kind. Um, so in being resilient, we always, our glass is always half full, you know, and we are going to make a choice, make it a part of how our family unit works to get out and do those things, to have a good positive mindset, thinking about the things that we're gonna achieve and not fail. Um, and if we do fail at whatever we're trying to achieve, what do we learn from it? There's always a silver lining to that. Um, we constantly have good conversation, um, similar to like what you and Kendra do. Um, we have like our, it almost seems, you know, in, in the, law enforcement world and in the tactical world we have briefings before we do something <laughs> big well this next week here you go here's our briefing we're gonna just sit down like you said oversharing um however in whatever fashion that is but we're doing the same thing um it comes down to just communicating um and we're making sure that that is at the top of the list sometimes um it's really it's really hard um in the sense of communicating. Um, there's things in my job that I sometimes don't want to share. Um, or when I do, uh, it's going to be a week, a week and a half later after I've kind of settled myself to be able to be a point to share it. Um, not saying I don't want to, but I need to be able to process it. Mm -hmm. So I think taking that and talking about kids <clears throat> right now and how all this social learning is going on and just how this is not a normal uh, school year, um, you know, communicating with them about, hey, I get this is new or I get how you can be maybe your personality or maybe your kid's personality. We have, our oldest is very um, well into routines. <laughs> um, you know, he has been able to Go with the flow when things switch but it's hard earlier on it was harder because uh you know he was very into the system if you want to think about it so you make your own systems in the family but um but because we've communicated because we say hey here's what we're doing this week or what we're going to do in the next half an hour two hours before lunch and breaks and stuff is just communicate you know That's here's good. what we expect and and all that so um, yeah, law enforcement, I mean, that's a whole nother deal. And um, I would actually yeah. love to talk to you more about that on a different end. But um, it's if you if 
being resilient, being flexible, being able to communicate. Um, I'm thankful that I'm, I, I have those skills and been able to improve upon those. That, that All that has made things a little easier this year. So That's good. So, Marty, what I'm, what, well, for before I, what I hear you say, Marty, is I think even sometimes for males, it's hard to ask for help or ask for just check in and, and share what you're going through, um, good, bad, and all the other things. Uh, but kind of modeling those things for your kids, you know, and having the, create the courage to, you know, ask for help or ask for support or checking in with, with everybody. I think uh, look at wellness, like you have to move your body to stay fit physically, I think, for your mindset. I think talking through whether it's, you know, journaling, mindfulness with someone you care about, someone you trust, a counselor. I think that, I think, if anything happens from this this uh, series we're doing is just, pr- just to promote asking for help is a sign of strength. Talking it through, I know it's scary sometimes, it doesn't feel easy and you feel queasy like where are they going to think like we're all going through stuff right now so i think if we can encourage you um if you have a partner um if you have someone that you trust that you can share talk to kids counselors you know kids even with your parents parents with other parents just the, the longer you wait it adds weight to what you're going through so if we can just talk about you know and model and really champion hey victory goes to the vulnerable and it's okay to feel these things but holding in is going to be the worst thing for us so just talking it through but megan you're going to sh- sh- share something well, I was just going to say, is it okay if I share your phone? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, so like, okay, this is going to be a little bit emotional, <laughs> but like we lost Marty's mom this past summer mm-hmm. and sorry, you can edit this out if you want to. <laughs> no, this is great. This is the real stuff. <laughs> so we learned this summer to ask for help Yeah. and to be honest and talk to our kids about emotion you know and like it's okay it's gonna be hard like it's hard a lot and so not only are we dealing with COVID like we're dealing with that loss and that's like heavy you know so we have started seeing a counselor all together, you know, we've gone together, we've gone just Marty and I, we've gone separate ourselves. Like mm-hmm. she's great and she works with the Puyallup police department and stuff. And so we're familiar with her and she's great. And it's helped us a ton. Like, and just, but like you said, I mean, you have to ask for help, you know, and you have to talk, talk about when things are hard. I mean, it's just, you just gotta do it. And we've been so, honest and open with our kids throughout that whole entire process, you know, and, um, it's huge. So like, I feel like in a way that has kind of prepped us for how hard this whole situation is too, is like, yeah, it's hard, but what we have to keep going, you know? And so we just try to plug in things that are, like you said, outside moving our body, you know, going walking trails, all this kind of stuff. I don't know. We just plug in, things like that to mix it up and get outside and yeah and, and, and that was the question i was gonna ask <laughs> about like having outlets for yourself and for your your children like c- connecting socially that was kind of like a thing that you know we did a survey the council the survey in the district and heard back like you know staying connected was like a, a big problem yeah 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 well i mean in this kind of i real quick i just want to touch on what megan had said but uh you know, through this and not being okay is okay, 
right? That's mm -hmm. one of the big things that we've learned. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think, you know, for both of us, self-reflection has really come in huge because you are able to now sit in a space where you can be, like you said, uh, victory goes to the vulnerable. You can be vulnerable with yourself, evaluate where you're at, before you can move on to ask, how are you? Um, and that's been huge. Um, but with that being said, it's that um, you talk about outlets, you talk in, in kind of merging your next question, Colin, is that, um, you know, if you can't be with a, if kids can't be with kids, but they're with you, you might be their outlet. And so one of the things that I've learned through this amidst the loss of my mom through COVID <clears throat> is that I need to be able to say and be in a spot to receive whatever conversation, concerns, um, victories that our kids have experienced in the day. So we can be that outlet and reciprocate it in a way that we are actively engaged in listening to that. Right. Um, it, I will tell you that is so hard sometimes yeah. because we're all on these schedules. We all have five minutes to walk the dog, eat lunch, and go to the bathroom before <laughs> I have to log on to another meeting. I mean, exaggerated, yes, but you get it. Like, it's stressful. So being able to work through that and learn has helped us um, talking with our kids about all of, like, this it all of it this whole year has just been emotionally charged but being able to be engaged uh, an active listener for our kids has helped them work through what they needed and you know we've gotten into some pretty cool and pretty fun conversations engaging with our kids about um i mean you name it i mean they're they have to be creative in some respect because they're not getting out playing with friends their age and seeing different stimulus mm -hmm. in school and stuff. So that's just, I guess, answering and also merging that last that's comment good. that you shared. But. Yeah. Well, and yeah, so thank you guys for sharing that. I know that's emotional. It's tough. And, um, you know, my, my, my definite prayers and thoughts are you and your family for the loss, but um, I'm glad that you've been doing the right steps for, for you guys, uh, which is good. Um, but I, yeah. Marty, I like what you said about, you know, creating fun for your kids. That I means maybe playing with them differently than you would before, where you're meeting them on their level, you know, whether it's playing Elsa and Anna, playing Legos, you know, and playing yeah. make-believe outside, you know. Okay, so I have two examples of that. Like when you asked us this question earlier, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Marty, so our daughter loves to dance. And like, you totally love to dance too, Colin. Like, they totally hit it off and like just blast the music and dance you know and it's the best thing ever so there's that and then like our son he has just really taken off with this book series and he loves to read it he's on like book 14 what 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 book series is it oh wings of fire okay okay cool so i i have students that read the series too right so i was like okay i'm gonna make an effort to read this so I know what he's talking about because he tells me about what's happening and I you know I'm like I don't know the characters any so now I'm like in halfway through book three okay and so I also use this to talk to my class about too like we were talking about goal setting in my class and I was like okay I'm gonna try to get to book three by Christmas so that I can talk to my son about these characters and blah 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 so 
sometimes what I'm doing at home, <laughs> I tie into my class too, just to share with them what I'm doing. And I try to make it relatable, you know, so they can connect to it and stuff. But so you um, can imagine so we meet them at their levels. <laughs> breakfast time around our table. One's dancing, the music's playing. We're talking about dragons and all this. It's, like mm -hmm. it's crazy, but it's you know, yeah. it's fun. Well, that's so good because I yeah we 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 stay playing Alexa, you know, and making up funky dances uh, with with my my girls and then Baylor. I'm so pumped during COVID these last two months. We've been watching the Mandalorian. Oh, I've, been, yeah. I've been getting him into Star Wars. So now he's obsessed with Star Wars. So like, I love our conversations. It's been so cool, um, yeah. but awesome. So as you kind of wrap up, let's just talk about how my alma mater, Fruitland Elementary, is really all in our mindset <laughs> since day one. Oh, my I, I, did, I, I know. I, I spoke last year, and you guys have mindset shirts, mindset matters shirts, growth mindset. Like, I was so impressed. Yeah. So, Megan, talk about, you know, as a parent, that's cool that, you know, kids that are going through your school system at least get some of these concepts laid out to them early but how have you been teaching all this stuff even from last year and even now yeah well first I have to say like Fruitland last year was my first year at Fruitland and when I walked in there like they had so many awesome systems set in place with mindset it was perfect like it could not have been a more perfect atmosphere for me to go into because that's exactly what I was looking for you know something like that like a family stuff like that. It's the best. It's a great staff. So anyways, they have uh, weekly mindset affirmations and then we just kind of theme things around that throughout the week. Um, so I, there's so, so many things that we do around that. We also have like mindset mentors. So there's, you know, like we talk about people from history and we try to mix it up, like all different kinds of cultures and backgrounds and men and women and and all that. So that's awesome to highlight too. Um, and I don't know, I just try to bring it like last week, I just showed a video on Sean White and I was, and he was talking about not doing well in the 20, it was it 2014 winter Olympics maybe. And then how he came back from that. He had this like huge crash and how he had to work through that mentally and stuff, you know? So my students, like I have some students that are huge into like BMX and snowboarding and all that. So the older kids, you know, I try to reach for things that they will connect to. So on top of the affirmations, like I also try to bring in, you know, celebrities sometimes or, you know, all different kinds of things. I try not to always make it sports or always make it this or that, like, you know, to get all the different kids in my class, like engaged and interested and stuff. But I just try to bring in things they'll connect to and think is Cool. You know, yeah, I, I think parents listen to this, um, even teachers listen to this. I think an, an easy win for us as people who want to educate our kids on mindset, even kids listen to this, is just that there's a lot of stories out there, a lot of examples. Yes. So I think it's more powerful to teach off of a story instead of this, here's a model or here's a theory. Give them a story of how Sean White crashed and how he lost his confidence and how he had to retrain his body and retrain his mind to, to go after fear, or uh, whether it's the arts or music. I think just find examples of grit of how they people have overcame. Like no one's ever had a straight path to, to excellence. It just doesn't exist. Exactly. So I think what you're saying is so good is as an educator, writer, speaker, author, podcast host, I'm hunting for stories. Yeah. I'm hunting for stories. I got one for you. To, to just show and like, let's just, <laughs> because now we live in this. this well, we live, we live in this era of we're looking at videos all day long or a TikTok, like short, like entertaining. So it's like, 
let's just show them an example, right? Yes. That's what they connect to. That's what they love. So, okay, Colin, have you seen, you know, The Greatest Showman? The yes. Movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. Like, like when I first saw it, I bawled my eyes out. Just so you, I'm a crier now. So oh. just so you know. <laughs> so good. But on YouTube, they have so like good. making of the movie and some of the songs that they, like when they were practicing and everything before the movie came out, the song, This Is Me. That's good. You have to. So it's like. Let, let me set the stage. Okay. Okay. So they're, they are lit. They, <laughs> so good. This is before even the whole movie was even going to go. Mm -hmm. They have to sit in a room with producers, people who are going to fund this production. And they have to basically convince these folks. Yeah. By through these songs and obviously not acting the whole story, but through these songs, why this, why is it worth it? You know, and what are they doing? They're sharing the message of, this this particular song that they're singing right like that's that's powerful stuff you know that is well, huge because it's like real it's a, it's a real yeah they're yeah, showing like, real, real life people her, like like this is me you know like she's coming out as she's like the bearded lady right so mm -hmm. she's like just take me as i am and but she connected to that song personally like like finally she has her chance to like come out and be who she is you know and like be powerful and uh, it's you just have to watch it oh and she blows it's that so, song yeah. out of the water. I'm, I'm just thinking i close my eyes so i can see the world that's waiting there for me come on we can just think about i mean there's so much so much good stuff in that one um so i think the, the last question maybe for both of you, if you want to chime in you know mindset matters i think one of my missions in life is is to make mindset training normal to normalize it you don't need to be sick to get better prehab not just rehab sometimes we do need to rehab and heal but i think if we can be proactive with some of these uh, skills emotionally mentally and like have some daily routines habits set in place that we do for ourselves for those we care about um maybe what are some i heard affirmations i heard you know talking exercising um maybe mindfulness so what are some some small wins or some easy i hate the word hack but like daily routines that maybe you you do that works or that your kids do mm. puts you right on the spot don't worry about it <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's good i i've always liked uh the time i mean every hopefully if, if not but you have time in the morning for me it's when i'm brushing my teeth <laughs> right so my routine is i get up um hopefully i go and hit the gym in my garage you know, after having a cup of coffee before the kids get on their meetings. And there is a solid 30, 45 minutes, right, where I get to move. I get to, to sweat a little bit, you know, better myself, build my body, build my mind when I'm brushing my teeth. And I say, and it's actually your saying, and I like it. It's, what are you going to be today? Are you going to be a champ or a chump? Right? 15 seconds. Boom. There you go. I mean, that's funny. I'm not thinking about you when I'm brushing my teeth, Colin, but don't make it weird. You get out of that yeah. out. Oh, yeah. It's like well, you kinda, you have a choice in the morning. Are you going to be a winner, winner, champ, chump, hero, zero? A worry? I mean, yeah. I can go down the list, but it's like <laughs> I think right. excellence, excellence is a choice. It's not a feeling. It's, it's not by chance. So I think just yeah. deciding. Yeah. But you're just like, you know, some basketball players I coach, I'll have them untie their laces and then retie them when they're about to go out on the court. And that retie lace is a reset. It's a commitment. Okay, now it's I'm going to lock it in. So what you're saying is you're, you are doing your physical moving your body to get your, your mental, emotional game on, but also you have a routine where it's self-talk, whether it's, I'm going to, I'm going to decide to show up a certain way. That is great. I like that. One. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily have like a, 
specific thing, but I feel like, I don't know, like every day I just think of those kids that are on the other side of the screen and I'm like, you know, knowing from what's going on in my own house, my kids are tired. It's hard for them to get up sometimes. They're rushing to get, you know, dress, breakfast, everything to their meeting, boom. And then they're there in front of me, you know, and I'm like, I just want to make their day better. Like, that's wow. just my goal is like, what am I going to do to, you know, get their spirits up, do something interesting, do something different, do something mm -hmm. fun, you know, just anything to not be monotonous and boring on the other side of the screen. Like their life is already boring right now, you know, mm -hmm. like, so I'm trying to make that experience more fun and interesting, engaging in any way I can. So I try to just be like, okay, what am I going to do today to mix it up, to make it different? And then we do that for our own kids too. Like, yep. You know, sometimes spontaneously I'll like take them out to lunch, like, or something just to like mix it up. Like I'll give them a something for a snack that's like different and fun or, you know, it could be something little, but to just to do something different, like yes. that's always what I try well, to do. And I'll say this, at, at foundationally we need certainty as humans, but we also need uncertainty to spice it up a little bit. We just don't want that uncertainty to be too crazy. But Megan, <laughs> what I'm hearing you say is, you know, this is a a tactic of, of mindfulness and you talked about goal setting earlier, but you set an intention with, with what you want to accomplish with your meetings, with your kids that is foundationally built around two things, empathy and purpose. Yep. So you are living a purpose driven life with your, you know, it, it could be a job, a craft or a calling by having empathy and a purpose. Really you're living in, in a calling and you're thinking about how can I be creative, fun connection? So you're setting a clear intention, which is, to me, wellness, it is having, um, you know, a focus, what you're doing. It's not just winging it and you're thinking about other people. So that's really cool. But guys, I care about you. Seriously, you guys are rock stars. Thank you for your service. You know, well, you guys are serving in a huge area of need right now. Um, so the, the lives you've cho chosen to live and the people you're serving and, the, and the, the calling you guys both have called to do is just changing lives. So we're so grateful for both of you. So um, thank you for your time. And um, we end every podcast, every show with this thought, this concept. The body has limits, but the mind is limitless. <laughs> nice. Love it. We love you, Paul. Nice Thanks, work, Colin. buddy. See ya.